The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus' father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. At the beginning of St. Ignatius's spiritual exercises, we have a reflection, a, a short essay by St. Ignatius called The Principle and Foundation. And it's well named, The Principle and Foundation. It's the, the very foundation of the whole enterprise of the spiritual exercises, indeed the whole enterprise of the spiritual life. St. Ignatius says that this is the foundation of our spiritual life. He says that we are created to praise, reverence, and serve God our Lord. In other words, we are to be in a relationship of, of love with God and to serve God and others through that relationship. And he says that all of the other things on the earth are placed on the earth to help us to accomplish this mission. And he says, so we want to use the things of the earth, all of the things of the earth, the stuff, but also the experiences of humanity. We want to use them all to help us accomplish this purpose of praise, reverence, and serve. And he says that we should be indifferent. This is the Ignatian word, indifferent. We should be indifferent as to whether we live a long life or a short life, riches or poverty, good health or sickness, that we should be able to, to receive whatever, whatever gift God is asking us to receive as long as it serves that purpose. And, and to the extent that it doesn't serve the purpose, we put it aside. To the extent that it does, we, we embrace it. And so Ignatius is inviting us to embrace things like short life and, and sickness and poor reputation and poverty, these difficult things. This is getting at the fundamental Christian belief that God can use all things, that everything, every object on the earth, but all the human experiences, God can make good use of everything. And today's feast, Our Lady of Sorrows, seems to implicate that, that somehow grace can come from something like sorrow, our grace can come from something like suffering. The first reading from the book of Hebrews says that son though he was, he learned obedience through suffering. This is Christ we're talking about. Christ received this gift, this grace from the father of obedience, but he received it through this vehicle of suffering. So we have this strong belief that God makes good use of even the things that we've called negative or difficult or painful or bad, that God can use all of it. And, and in our Christianity, we embrace those things if God can make a good use of it. 
A Jesuit once wrote this prayer for a Jesuit going off on mission to a third world country. And this is a line from the prayer. He says, Lord, I give you my life and the use of my death. The use of my death. That God can use death and suffering and pain to somehow bring about God's will, to somehow be a vehicle of grace for all of us. At the cross, there was John and Mary, and Jesus in John's gospel says, woman, behold your son, man, behold your mother. He never names them. Neither Jesus on the cross nor the gospel gives them names, Mary and John. We know who they are. We know they are Mary and John. But the gospel writer purposely leaves the names out because they are also a symbol of all of us, the sorrowful mother and the beloved disciple. That this is all of us. Every, every parent who suffers, who gets their heart broken through the, through the hard work of parenthood, every beloved, every friend who has to be by the side of their friend who's hurting, that's you and me. And somehow God can make use of this suffering. And so we embrace it and say yes when God calls us to it.